bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits but a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. And while I'm at it, I may as well just jump right in. Number five. Well, you saw the Republican debate last night. It was the first one of 2024 campaigns. In the books, over. Milwaukee's Pfizer Forum was the host. Eight candidates vying to be the GOP nominee. Uh, for the race, for the House, uh, the White House took place. And so eh, we watched it, <laughs> we saw it, and it kind of went from there. So we'll be discussing that a little bit more later. So if you want to do anything or say anything about it, we most definitely will. Number four. The mother of the Army private that went to North Korea, who's from Kenosha, um, has so many reasons to come home, his mother said, as she cast doubt on the recent statement that suggests that her son might be seeking refuge there in a third country. Claudine Gates spoke to Associated Press uh, a week after North Korea released a statement through its state media in which it confirmed for the first time it had detained the soldier and attributed comments to him criticizing the United States. Um Mom said from Racine, I'm sorry, not Kenosha, but Racine said, I just can't see him ever wanting to just stay in Korea when he has family in America. King, 23 years old, served in the in South Korea, sprinted into North Korea while on a civilian tour of a border village on July 18th. U.S. officials say they are working to get him home. The official Korean Central News Agency said King, who was black, said he, that was weird, my whole screen just jumped. Um, said he decided to enter North Korea because he had harboring feelings against the inhumane treatment and racial discrimination within the U.S. Army. So you went to a socialist country, a communist country where they kill people who are dissidents? Wow. Hmm. 
think we need to actually, you know, rethink that. Number three. Um, I talked about it before. It was in my top five at five. Um, the Minnesota Twins um, will now change the name of their Summerfest because, you know, Summerfest belongs to Milwaukee and it's trademarked. So. Um, the lawsuit had more to do with, you know, the name. According to Billboard.com, the Twins will no longer be using the name TC Summerfest for its two-day music extravaganza at Target Field in Minneapolis. And Summerfest organizers have agreed to withdraw their lawsuit, citing trademark infringement. So it was quick. It was simple. Um, filed the lawsuit. And now it's over. Number two. A two-year-old Milwaukee boy was shot and wounded near 45th and North Avenue. Shooting happened this morning at about 10 a.m. Victim was taken to a hospital for treatment of non-life-threatening injuries. And a 21-year-old man was taken into custody. Criminal charges will be referred to the Milwaukee County district attorney's office in upcoming days. Milwaukee police would like to remind the public to keep firearms locked with a gun lock and secure in an area out of the reach of children. If anyone needs a gun lock, contact your local police district to check for the availability of free gun locks. Number one. Well, we got the wildfires in Canada that cause smoke. Emergency department visits are on the rise. And from what I understand from multiple stories, African-Americans are more susceptible to upper respiratory issues than other people and other races. Now, in my family, I have to say, there's a history of upper respiratory ailments. And so I always make sure that I am in a place where if it gets too hot, I can take something off. And if it gets too cold, I can put something on. So if you're watching us on YouTube um, on Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris Live, you will see I have a jacket on and it's, what, 96 degrees outside. But in here, it's freezing cold. Like my fingertips are cold, Right. But in 15 minutes, when the air changes, I'm burning up hot and I got to take it off. So I have short sleeves on. African-Americans are more susceptible to upper respiratory ailments. That's what I read in the story. Well, emergency departments visits for asthma in the United States are 17 percent higher than expected. When this wildfire smoke blows through. So every now and then. First, it was eastern Canada. Now it's western Canada. So from April through August, smoke originating from wildfires in Canada affected most of the neighboring regions in the U.S. During that time, millions of people in the U.S., including Milwaukee, were under quality alerts as smoke swept through the Midwest and the East Coast. Study researchers from the Center for Disease Control and other U.S. institutions analyzed data from the National Syndromic surveillance program on the numbers and percentages of asthma related emergency department visits that occurred in the U.S. on days when wildfire smoke uh, compared with days without wildfire smoke during um, 
the period of April 30th through August 4th. And um, wildfire smoke days were those where the concentrations of, you know, particulate matter, um, the mix of solid and liquid in the air were generally 2.5 micrometers in diameter or smaller, triggered an air quality index of 101 or higher. Well, we've been following that here, and it's it's almost like what we used to have those ozone action days, right? We, we, we have air quality index now. And um, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, Minnesota, Ohio, Wisconsin, we experienced a total of four wildfire smoke day events, right? And they're saying that, you know, upwards of 1,300 people had gone to emergency rooms. So it's important that you take care of yourself. Um, Children and non-Hispanic, black, or African-American persons disproportionately experience asthma and exacerbations necessitating emergency care from extreme weather events that might worsen health inequities. And so it's essential that the public health responses prioritize strategies that help certain populations. And so we have to be very cognizant of that while we're here in Milwaukee. Um, The temperatures today, the heat index was upwards of 116 for the city of Milwaukee, cooler near the lake, but very, you know, hot inland. And so we have to make sure that we understand that, um, especially in non-Hispanic black communities, that it's, it's important. These types of things affect us more. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. When we come back, we'll hit the talk and text line and your call right here on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. The Black-Owned Business Give Back is back, and we've teamed up with Associated Bank to help local black businesses grow and succeed together. The home of Milwaukee Black Talk will be giving away $6,000 worth of free commercial advertising for three months to five black businesses each quarter of 2023. To sign up for this incredible marketing opportunity, visit blackbusinessgiveback.com, blackbusinessgiveback.com. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure on the truth. For official rules, head to blackbusinessgiveback.com, Associated Bank member FDIC. Also, the truth is home right now of Marquette University High School football, and we have a great match coming up. Two teams looking to get their first win of the season. Tune in this Friday night as the Marquette High Hilltoppers travel to take on the Catholic Memorial Crusaders. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock. Pre-game show starts at 6.30. Uh, football, Friday night football on the truth is presented by Gruber Law Offices. One call, last all. So that sounds like a plan. Guess I know what I'll be doing Friday night, just like I said. So... So um, 
want to say congratulations. Caller number four was Charles, so he is now qualified to be entered in to win the one call that's all 5K giveaway. So we'll see. Who's who's that rotate back around to? Um, Sherwin. I think Sherwin. This next quarter, Sherwin will be giving away. Giving away some loot on the show. So mm, that ought to be pretty cool. That should be. So I came across this story about. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Saddle's going to hit the talking text line. So let me do that. So me and the caller have been going back and forth on. Is it doc people living there for a reason? Okay, read that. He said, we the only people kidnapped and import. Let, let, let me go back. Um, people who were at a debate party that I witnessed had 25 or so children carrying signs with information about having a closed border war. Hot slave owner's clothes. Okay. I wish you'd have taken some pictures so I could have seen it. Doc, people, black people live in America for a different reason than everyone else who lives here. Really? You mean we got here for a reason or we live here for a reason? Like, why do you live here if, if you're black? I live here for prosperity. I think it's one of the best countries in the world to live in. I have certain rights and freedoms. That's just me. Yeah, we got issues too, but then they said, we're the only people kidnapped and imported. All other are immigrants. Not true. That's not true. Chinese were kidnapped too. Um, there were some others that were kidnapped. Um, we were the largest and the, I think the most egregious. Uh, we, are, we weren't the only people that were enslaved in the world. So... Doc, the cry of the Confederacy has always been states' rights. These were the talking points. Yeah, but the but the Constitution says states' rights. Like, the Constitution doesn't say the federal government gets to come in and lord over you. If you actually have read the Constitution, some of the things that you're being taught are incorrect because you don't want the federal government coming in and telling you what to do in your house, in your family, in your life. I don't want the state to do it either, but you know, I live here, but think this think think that through, right? There are some things the federal government had to come in in order to provide equity, right? Civil rights movement. Got it. Um, housing, things of that nature. But by and large, I don't necessarily want um, the federal government coming in and telling me what to do. The issue I have in some cases is, if it doesn't, in many instances, like civil rights, it creates a mess, right? But those are given by the Constitution. So it's clear that when you don't afford me certain rights in a state, that constitutionally I should have those. That's one thing. The flip side to that is there's probably no flip side. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Wayne said, Dr. Ken, maybe it's just me, but every time I hear Vivek speak, all I can think about is like snake oil salesman. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, 414-810 said, your thoughts on, of, of what's his name? Yevgen Prig, Prigosis or whatever his name was, the plane that crashed in the UK. Um, United States is funding Ukraine. Now the neo-Nazi ideology runs rampant in Ukraine. What neo-Nazi? I don't. Where is this stuff coming from? Send me some links to some things I can read from legitimate news sources and agencies so that so that I can talk about. 
Okay. Um, yeah, two two months to the day, you dissed Putin and made him back off and, and embarrassed him on the world stage and your plane crashed? Yeah. I don't have any evidence that it is, but in the back of my mind, I, I think that was a setup. I truly think that was a setup. I do. I think it was a setup. See, I know, say, Dr. Ken, the caller is talking about the creation of America. Is there proof that Chinese was kidnapped and taken from their homeland? Um, they were actually brought here under the guise of, of having citizenship and stuff like that and ended up working the railroads out west and all that stuff. So, um, Chinese was not taken for the well. We weren't taken for the creation of America. So let's let's get that straight too. Um, there are there are a number of historians that differ with the account of America being created for slavery because it it wasn't. It was they were contemporaneous to each other, but they weren't. One wasn't the byproduct of the other. Does that make sense? So so. Africans weren't enslaved to create America. I know some people believe that, but even when you read in the 1619 Project, many African-American historians have disproved that. And don't argue with me, argue with them. Um, there, there's a lot of reviews and rebuttals from African-American scholars who have shown that that was just a extrapolation or an assumption made by the author to say America was created to move forward slavery. Well, I didn't say kidnapped. Um, he said kidnapped, but I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Chinese were never victims of chattel slavery. They were prisoners of war. Okay. If you want to rise up black people as being more damaged and more afflicted than any other race, I'm in agreement. My question is, instead of talking about it today, what are you doing today to offset that? What organizations are you working with? What places do you go in to speak and do? What money do you give to organizations that support making sure kids who are clearly feeling and living the effects that slavery has had by holding us back and pulling us back and not having us be um, scholarly or, 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 you know, home ownership, all those things, economics, all those things we don't have because of it. What are you doing to support the kids that need to learn that and know that? Are we just complaining and turning it over to MPS and saying, hey, we need MPS to do this? Or are we doing it ourselves? Are we creating organizations, working with organizations, right? No, we're not. Some of us are. Many of us are. So when we say that, you know, African-Americans are the only slaves whose children and grandchildren were also slaves. So let me ask you this question being a contrarian, right? Because I get it. Why does that matter today? 
Why are we living in that space today that's always negative? Why aren't we showing them that in spite of these are the things that we've done? These are the the wins that we have. This is how God has blessed us to become who we are and what we are and where we are. Nope. I don't know. America was created on the backs of African-Americans. Show me where. I'm not negating what you're saying. I'm saying show me proof. Just saying it is one thing. I think that there was an economy that was made for, during slavery for that. But I don't know if I can say America was created on the backs of black people. Because they jacked a lot of European people, and when that didn't work, then they switched to Africa. So make sure you understand the context of history. Slavery was legal in England, and they enslaved white people. When the abolitionists in England said, no, we're not doing this anymore. And they outlawed it because they were going and taking, you know, Scottish people and Irish people and put them on ship and ship them over, make them work, make them indentured servitudes, whatever they did. They said no. And then they moved to the continent of Africa. And so. Was America. What's the word? I wouldn't say on the. I wouldn't say it was created because there's significant proof from other African-American historians that say it wasn't. I think that America was, what was the word I'm looking for? Was, um, hmm, continued, grew. I would say it, it grew on the backs of black people. I would say that they built some of the infrastructure post. Hmm. 1800. Because there were there were a few times where even during the Revolutionary War, black people had rights in some places, so. It's something we need to parse out and something we need to dig through and look at because it's it's important to be accurate. No, it's 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 important to be precise about black history. And we all have information that resonates with us. But um, I think at some point it's important to get divergent views on and be able to discuss what what black history actually what it is and and the different channels that it takes that people believe and support and all those things. I'm I'm okay being wrong. Right? We we have to look at it, but we have to explore it. We we have to not be emotional about it and, and look at documentation and um Yeah. Maybe even one day we'll we'll go through the sixteen nineteen. Um project but before we go to break marie's oh, i think i went too soon it's not on hold in here okay maurice you're on the new 1017 the truth 
Hi, good afternoon, Dr. Ken. How are you? Uh, fine. And um, I did my homework assignment that you gave me yesterday, and I did watch the Republican primary. We, Excellent. We, we had a discussion yesterday. Yes, yes sir. I did. Okay. Um, it was interesting. And <laughs> and um, a lot of the issues, you know, I, I believe that was discussed. You know, I was waiting to hear, you know, you did, you did um, ask to see some of the issues and proposals that they could bring up to help, you know, our black community and then, you know, the country as a whole. And, and, and um, you know, I'm not being biased or nothing. I, I watched. No, it's OK to be biased. It Absolutely. Was yeah. But uh, but I, I'm trying not to be so, you know, like I said, I'm not a Democrat, but, you know, like uh, like, I, like we discussed yesterday, you know, we had a two party system. So you had to pick either one or the other. It's no it's not a it's, it's not a third option. So I watched the debate and, um, you know, I saw uh, the issue that was being brought up. I mean, you know, I don't think that was a winner. I mean, Nikki Haley, she did have some 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 good. Um, good issues, um, you know, some somewhat um, Chris Christie, I believe, you know, he you know, he, he didn't do as, as well as I expected him to do. Right. And, you know, and I'm, I'm not I'm not I didn't really expect him to, to go totally full blown to attack Donald Trump, which he really didn't, which is fine, because basically I wanted to hear I wanted to hear some of their their issues about concerning the country and, and some of the solutions, like you said, that that they possibly could uh, have uh, if they were uh, to be elected into the White House. Um the the one guy that's from north from I think that was North Dakota. Yeah, I mean you know I don't know he just reminded me of a, of a mortician or something, <laughs> and he was just funny. But they did you know, but they let him get in there, so you know he yeah. was there. And you yeah. know I, I wanted to I wanted to hear all the views. Uh, uh, now DeSantis, you know, I don't, he, he he seemed to me a little bit like Al Gore a little bit, you know, from from the, you know, um, it sounds like he was a little bit more scripted than just stating the, the things, because I'm quite sure that all of us, you know, we have problems in this country and there's solutions. And, and if people be honest with themselves, that we can just be open. I think that's when we can solve a lot of problems that we have in this country, you know, so, and I understand why you, you know, you're just talking about black history and to me, you know, there, there, it's like, you know, black history, we have American history and it's, it's, it's American history. We're part of American history. As, as as just as well as it's just being like black history, you know, um, mm-hmm. but and some of the things like, okay, for instance, the way the country was formed, it, it, it was more than, than, than one reason why America came to be. One of them, it was, uh, it was called the West Indian company. I mean, it was a company out of, out of, out of the, the, the British in England. They right. formed a company. Correct. For fur trade for, for Indians. Correct. And, and that, that led and I know they said it was a lot of reasons people immigrated was because of religious persecution to some degree. And a lot of them came here because it was a land grab because they did have <laughs> American Indians here as slaves, but they didn't work out because they could melt back into the country. But Africans couldn't because the distinction was between the color of their skin. That was one of the reasons why I think it was more. And, and I know I'm quite sure, you know, it was, it was uh, whites came here uh, from Europe as indentured as indigent servants. Correct. You know, blacks, you know, they were, they was working right alongside black folks, you know, after they work off seven, 10 years, they would, 
be issued freedom papers and they can go about their lives in America and, you know, a newly formed country. So it's a lot of different reasons why um, uh, America came to be. I don't think it's just one reason. That's why, like, when I, 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 mean, I love history. I love the history of America. I love black history, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't to me, myself, I don't just, the history of what's going on here in our country, it's, it's, it's black history, but it's American history because I believe that's what we are. We're part of American history, you know, for the good, bad, and ugly. We're here. You know, and uh, and and the Europeans, you know, to, they they are here too, and they're not going anywhere. So you know, they have history from England, France, Spain, all of that. And but if we if we let's say if we put that aside, like I do agree with you. Want you put some of these things aside? Like I don't I don't like the labels of Democrat or Republican. It seems like that just um, that divides uh, groups uh, of people in this country immediately. Because if you're a Republican, you got to be conservative. If you're a Democrat, you got to be a liberal, or you know you're, you're left leaning, you're right leaning, right, right? You know, and and it seems like you know, you know, I, when I hear them say reach across the aisle, sometimes to me when the Republicans uh, seem to me when they're in power, they're not interested in reaching across the aisle when and when they have control of like the Congress and and uh, and the White House, you know. But our and, but know, our they but got, our Democrats. Well, the thing is, they're willing to okay negotiate. Answer my question. Don't give me a story. Answer my question because they're not either. They're not doing it now. But Democrats will. Barack Obama was willing. We're not talking about Barack Obama. uh, Come on, come on. Okay, he was a Democrat. Okay, like okay, that's what I mean. (laughs) I'm just giving. I'm just giving. One party gets. I know you are, but when one party gets in, I agree with you. When one party gets in, though, that's what happens. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And there's no middle ground. Before, though, it used to be middle ground. I know sometimes I watch a talk in the talking about when Tip O'Neill used to be in there and, and he'd, he'd deal with the, with the Republicans and they had a friendly relationship, golfing and all that. But they came to sit down, you know, in Congress and legislate issues that concern this country, right. even though we, we disagree. Right. Same, same thing under um, Bill Clinton. Yeah, under Bill Clinton, yeah, you know, they, they sat the down that, and they that, figured that it out. Passed, right. Yeah, but some of the things that he passed, you know, um, Democrats didn't like, but he did pass them. Yep. And and the economy was, was like booming. A, but see, like I said, I don't really see that too much coming from the Republican side when it's when it's it, both when the sides come to reaching across the aisle. But see, now but now you're showing your well, but now you now you're showing. Hang on, hang on. Well, let me just finish real quick. Hang on. Go ahead. Now you're showing your bias. At least you got to admit that. No, but you. Know, oh, I'm, I'm saying they okay. both do. Yes, you're right. They both do. But the thing else, you can't say they the, both the do thing, and then say but because now you're negating everything you said. But go, go, go right ahead. I want to let well, you finish. Okay, because okay, just okay. I'll just take abortion for example. If the majority of people in America are okay with women um, having the ability to uh, make decisions about their own body, it shouldn't be pushed through either party. But see, therein lies the issue. Therein lies the issue. You just said two different things. You said abortion, and then you said women have control of their bodies. Now we've blended those and tried to say that one argument is actually the other. The issue with abortion, I'm 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 just parsing what you said. The issue with abortion, as I see it, is the time limit. That's the issue. Women having a right to their body, they have a right to their body. 
The time limit is the issue, six weeks versus 15 weeks. Versus, okay, but to, versus the five but minutes to, before to me, you're born. I, would, I would think it, it should be up to women to decide even even the, the, what what amount of time that they choose to have abortion. The abortion is being pushed basically by white elder older white men. Though I, I don't I don't see a a vast majority of of, of uh, women or be they black or white that 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 are just hankering for for abortion. No abortion in this country. And you've got the religious, your religious community. You hear that more from from a religious point of view, I believe, than right. from than right. from a, a common sense point of view. No, you can't. Well, see, again, you just called people that are religious. They they don't have common sense. Is that what you're saying? When it comes to certain issues, that's not what I'm. Is that what you're saying? No, but that's what you just said. When it. You compared religious to people to common issues. sense. Okay, well, maybe common okay. sense was the wrong word to use there. So, so then, so then, what would you use? And that's what I'm trying to get to. So, what what would you use? I opposing think, views. I don't know if they're opposing. I think it comes down to time. I, I think, in the end, a woman has a right to choose what she wants to do when she wants to do. What we can't do is say a man doesn't have a right to have an opinion about it because that's not American. I can have an opinion about anything. Well, that's true, but it, would your opinion be written in the law? It can be if I'm in charge. Correct. But, but, like you, said, but you know, the majority yeah, I mean, of evangelical people in America are women. Well, the majority of people that go to church, right 100% are, of the time. <laughs> you can disagree with them, but I don't know if you could tell them they're wrong. Because well, that's what like they I believe. Said, that's what they believe. And I know, and I didn't, right, but I was just using that as an example. So I, you know, I guess we can agree to disagree, but like I said, uh, it was a very interesting debate. And, you know, I, I'll be watching the other ones as, as well, you know, and, and and we'll see. If, I just want to find out, if will there be a breakthrough of any candidate on the Republican ticket, on, on the Republican side that could probably go up against Donald Trump? Because, and one thing is, okay, if Donald Trump is the uh, is 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 already the pick for the presidential run on he's the not. Republican side, but but he's not. I know, but that's what I, I know. Right, he's not. But no, you can't say but I mean, he's not. So nothing you can say about it can support it. Right, he's okay, not. Okay, but well, okay, okay. Well, let me put this another way: if he does get on the some of the Republican primaries, I would like to hear his views about what he plans to do to uh, to make this country better in the next four years instead of being divided, which I'm not saying he would do, but in Democrats as well. I just want to hear point of views from the candidates to see are, are they compatible with the needs, not just my needs, but if they, if they, if they, if, if they're for the good for all of us, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll agree. Makes sense. Hey, Maurice, I think you should be my unofficial uh, debate watcher. <laughs> Sounds good to me, man. <laughs> Just let me know. And, and like I said, I appreciate your show, Dr. Ken. I, I I'll, I'll be waiting on your next assignment. I think you have an interesting view because you, you recognize how you view the world, and many people don't. Okay. And I can appreciate that. So thank you. And the same from you, too. All right, sir. Okay. Take care. Take care. 
More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. August is Black Business Month, and the award-winning 1017 The Truth is teaming up with Associated Bank to celebrate the excellence of Black-owned businesses in our community. Together, we're committed to uplifting local organizations and supporting black businesses, and this is why Carrie Noni will be spotlighting four black businesses in Milwaukee and telling the story of their success. Be sure to follow 1017 The Truth on social media and YouTube so you can watch the incredible stories of these black-owned businesses. Truth Nation, we encourage you to buy black all month long for the rest of the year long. So whatever your financial needs are, Associated Bank can help member FDIC. And of course, you can never miss a show by streaming us on multiple platforms. Uh, the Truth app, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Remember, we are always, when we're live, we're live on YouTube and X, formerly known as Twitter, at 101.7 The Truth. So make sure you check us out. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Al said, what if a man doesn't have ovaries? He know he has no say-so. Uh, that's like people believing in the Bible in a person they never seen. So does he put the Bible in everything? Like, what happened? Like, you put the Bible in everything or you just bash Christianity? Like, what is that? Interesting. Hmm. It's like a passive aggressive insult, you know? I don't know. Hmm. Okay. CRNO said majority of African Americans during the making of America was not indentured servants. Correct. That was very few. Majority were enslaved. Okay. Listening to the caller. Okay. Hmm. Did never say that, but I don't know if you can jump to America was created so that could happen. That's the disconnect for me. Um, and in reading sixteen nineteen, it didn't give the, it didn't connect the dots. It was some generalities that were made because of this, then that. That's why that happened without any real support. And because there are black historians who are very well and known, um, what I would suggest is Google and um, look at some of the reviews of it so that um, 
And I mean, some of it is is done, and you know, sometimes white people just reject it wholeheartedly because it's black. But at some point, there there has to be a sense of accuracy and precision so that it stands the test of time and that it's factual. That that's all I'm saying. Um. That's all. 833-212-1017 is the number. Al said, duh. Okay. I find it interesting when people block you from sending them messages, but they can send you messages. I look at that as a cop-out. I look at that as a my word is the only thing that's the most important thing. And if you say something to question it, challenge it, um, ask questions about it, it's not cool. It's not at all. And so is it, is it important that we get history right and accurate so that we know exactly what's been happening so we can move forward? And I think we have a, a couple of generations today that don't have a clear grasp of many of the historical things that occurred. Many things have been wiped away. Many, many, many things have been dismissed when in actuality we should be looking at them. I'm, I'm a proponent of leaving statues up so that we see and know and we can remind and teach this is what they did and this is what they believe. Here's the proof. I don't believe in leaving Florida. I believe in going to Florida and front my microphone is anyway, and front loading them with 10,000 people and we march every day in protest of what was done. That's what I believe in doing. Let's not make people who live there who are black and brown or, or white or whoever working in the hospitality industry suffer because we decided we don't like something the governor did. Let's go fight it. I've, I'm just... I'm convinced. No, I'm disheartened that we don't stand up and speak up. And and I admit I have issues with it too. But we got to stand up and speak up and and actually handle those things that we need to handle. One of them is to go to Florida and let Governor DeSantis know that we're here but we're not standing for this. And we're making sure our money goes to places that if they do have to pay tax, the people paying tax look like us. I think that would have been a powerful statement. All we did is withhold millions of dollars to people who could continue to get a paycheck, support their families, grow, expand. And now we failed to do that. And I feel some kind of way about it. I really do. I I think we had an opportunity 
to be very strategic and surgical in how we put our money in the state of Florida. I really do. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Tori Lowe's show is coming up next. I'll see you in about 22 hours, and we'll kick it around again. Thank you, Rhea. Appreciate you. Uh, DJ Brother Z did me a favor earlier, so I want to say thank you to him on the air because he he hooked the brother up. God bless. Take care. Uh, Be careful. It's storming a little bit outside, so make sure you're safe when you're driving. I'm out.